Bonjour, hello everyone. I'm Nata, host of the Nata PR School podcast. You're a successful entrepreneur or marketing manager and you're about to launch a new product or service, or you've been selling your goods for quite some time, but you want to learn how to increase your visibility, get known and reach more clients? At Nata PR, we deal with real clients every day and we'll teach you simple, fun and honest PR solutions. You'll learn easy steps to combine PR to social media right now. Keep listening and let's get started. Bonjour, hello everyone, and welcome to the Nara PR School podcast, episode number 29. Social media and PR, points in common. I love social media, and this is what I want to talk about today, um, why we all need both social media and public relations, and why we combine it so well at the agency, and this is what we offer all of our clients. I like social media so much now, especially that most of our clients are using it. Most of them have a Facebook page, an Instagram account, and many of them are now looking at what's happening with TikTok, you know, they're watching what's happening over there. <laughs> Why do I like these tools? Why do I like social media so much? Because now I can explain so much better what we do, how we work, and they, they understand public relations so much better. So as you can imagine now, there's no serious brands <laughs> that doesn't have their own social media platform. And I like that our clients are super active on these platforms because by using them, they've discovered the importance of the following six points. And we have in common these points. The first one that I really like is that they've discovered that investing in social media needs time. It's quite exceptional that you open an account, a Facebook account, and overnight you're going to have millions of followers. It doesn't happen that way. Unless, you know, you're a big star and you do something on TV, then yes. But if you're a, a brand, a new brand out there, it's going to take time to attract fans to your Facebook page, you know, to create your own community. You can always buy fans. Huh? Some, some influencers do that, but you have to be careful with that because when you buy fans, they're very often wrong fans. They're, they're not real. <laughs> so they're fake fans. So they're not real accounts. So be careful with that. If you're a brand, you don't need to do that. Some influencers I know in the past, and probably even still today, do that. Why? Because they want to have a huge number of fans. So some marketing people are really impressed by the number of fans they have. So be careful with that. But there are techniques to find out if they are fakes or not. So all this to say that it takes time to build a community, to attract people to your Instagram account. More now than, than when these platforms, you know, especially when Facebook's appeared uh, 10 years ago, you could reach more people because, you know, this algorithm was more flexible, was more open, let's say. Why? Because Facebook wants you to spend money and use this platform to um, and spend money to reach your fans, your clients, and if you're a brand. So they want you to advertise through Facebook. All this to say that it takes time to build a community and have a base of fans. 
The second point is now that you have these platforms, you've realized that you need to create original content. You need images, text, video, and it can become very expensive, right? So you need original content, especially if you want to be different from your competitors. The third point is you need to have this original signature. It's more evident on Instagram because some brands and some influencers too, if you've seen it, <laughs> there are trends. I don't know if you remember the pinky one, the beige one. So you look at the uh, Instagram account and it looks like a magazine sometimes. So some brands have a very strong signature and it might be very important for, for your clients if you're in design so that you have this signature. And you have to write and tell your unique story in a certain way. So that's another point, point number four, that we have in common with social media. Point number five, you need to adapt your copy to your target audience. You're not going to be writing just about anything in a certain way. You have to find your voice, actually, on how you will be communicating to your fans. So this is what we call, you know, adapting your copy. We do that with journalists. So... Points number six, you have to create this desire, huh? driving desire among your fans and clients so that they want to learn more about your products and what you're doing, huh? your initiatives. Create this desire. We do that as well with journalists. How do we, it's more about capturing their attention to <laughs> creating a desire to read <laughs> what we send them, but it's very similar. This is why I love to compare PR and social media and to combine those two tools. I hope I'll, you'll be convinced <laughs> after listening to so many of our podcasts. And this is why when I talk about PR, it makes it more um, easy to understand for clients who haven't really used PR so far. So just, you know, to compare. So four things you have to remember. We also create original content for press releases. So we can then use this content and create posts after we have created, you know, sometimes a complete press release or press kit. So we have a lot of content that we can decline for our social media platforms. We showcase the company's values and brands. So we have, we need these images. It's very important. We tell a brand story. That's point number three that we have in common with social media. Point number four, desire. Yes, we need to grab the attention of journalists and influencers. And this needs time. It doesn't happen overnight sometimes. We might be lucky, but sometimes it takes time to do that. So the main difference between social media and public relation is really our target audiences. Uh, we forge links with journalists and influencers and brands. You build links with your clients. We make them want to tell a brand story and talk about your product. So we have to convince, we influence journalists and influencers to talk about your products. A few years ago, many of our clients decided to abandon public relations in order to focus on social media. I can understand why, probably five, six years ago, and it's so human, and they wish that this new TikTok, for example, is the solution to all their (laughs) promotion problems. But it's not. We know now uh, it's not like in the good old days before internet even exists. You could advertise in TV, in uh, newspaper, magazines, billboards, and the job was done. Today, this is what we call 
when we talk about like having a 360 degrees <laughs> campaign, it means simply that you need to be present on more than one platform. And this is why we suggest so strongly to combine social media to PR, because it's a great way not too crazy expensive for a company to really make some noise and be visible. So all this to say that a few years ago, as I just started to tell you, some of our clients really stopped PR thinking, social media, Facebook and Instagram was the solution. And so what happened? Three things happened. So journalists and influencers thought that the brand had disappeared. Really, this is for real. Uh, we've had this comment not so long ago. A client came back. A few clients are coming back now. Those who stopped and now they, they realize that their SEO is really not as it should be and their competitors are way higher <laughs> over them. And why? Because they do PR. So their SEO, you know, was really stagnant, let's say. So, it, and if you don't send information to journalists and influencers, what happened? Your competitors will be more present than you are. So your competitors will be mentioned online and in traditional media. So the moral of this story is that journalists and influencers aren't aware of your brand's presence if you don't send them information. And of course, if you don't, you know, communicate, send them press releases or be in touch with them, they will very soon replace you by your competitors. I'm telling you, this is what's happening. There's so much noise out there. And you need to understand that influencers, you know, the top ones and journalists, they don't do researches anymore. They don't have time to do that anymore. So if you, you're not in front of them in their vision, they won't remember you. They won't look for you. So I'm really sorry to tell you that there's no quick fix regarding your promotion. You have to choose and have more than one platform to really touch your clients and not forget part of your clientele along the way. So if you stop doing PR, you just probably abandon big part of your clients that just don't see you anymore. Uh, so it's been recommended to combine social media and public relations to maintain your presence and relevance with your clients. And as I say all the time, success leaves its mark. Ah, it's your move. So we're here to answer you. As you know, if you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer any of your questions. So please learn to combine PR and social media. If you want to know more, we'll follow us, get on our list, go on our website, netapr.com. We will soon announce free webinars. So if you want to know more, we'll be happy to answer you. So I hope you've learned a few things this week, a few tips, and à la semaine prochaine. Hey, you want to learn more about how to implement PR strategies? Head on to nadapr.com and get on our list. You will also receive the Nada PR model on how to create a successful PR campaign. If you want to become a client, just send us an email to nada at nadapr.com. Talk to you next week. À la semaine prochaine.